This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads, giving you the gaming news every single week, like we do. And this week was really packed. Uh, I'm just going to go over the actual news of the week. We had the Game Awards uh, this week, the a yearly um, award show uh, that is uh, its one of my favorite events. Um, we had that as well, so I'm not going to muddy the news with that. I'm just going to go over the news, talk about what happened, talk about what's good, bad, or, or what you should know about we will do a wrap-up. It's actually the wrap-up that Owen and I did after our live stream. I will put that at the end of the podcast, so if you are listening to the podcast, that'll be at the end. If you're watching us on YouTube, um, go check out the live stream because it's awesome and it's fun and you get to see all kinds of stuff. You get to see Pepe the King Prawn, so it's the best. Um, starting off this week with uh, backwards compatibility, one of our favorite things. And this is a heck of a week for that. Um, this is, again, Xbox because Xbox does so much backwards compatibility. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, which is one of Kevin and my favorite uh, games of, uh, sorry, favorite RPGs of the previous generation, if you don't count the Dark Souls stuff. Um, it's amazing. The story is great. The magic system is great. Um, I'm glad we get to now play this on Xbox One. So if you don't have it, pick up a copy on the Xbox 360. Um, I don't know if it's on the store. I should have checked that to see if it's digitally available. Uh, either way, go pick up like a used copy or something and, uh, and go have fun because it's amazing. Uh, we also have Sonic Unleashed and Aliens vs. Predator, uh, which is not to be confused with Aliens Colonial Marines because that game, this game is mediocre. That game is just trash. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know it's right. Sorry. I had to say it. Um... I really want a good Aliens game. I really want one. The um, uh, the suspense one that they did. Uh, I'm spacing on the name, but the the suspense one that you did as Ripley's daughter was was great. Uh, they the the colloquial they the collective they of developers in the world. Uh, this is a property that needs uh, love, and uh, this is Aliens vs Predator isn't that bad. So you can check it out if you want. If you're a big fan of the franchise, you probably would like it. So Bethesda finally um, is giving people what they paid for in the canvas bag. Um, there was some discussion. There was some uh, communication that apparently the canvas bags were originally only meant for uh, influencers. And it wasn't meant for actually people who are buying the $200 Power Armor Edition. Uh, but to me, um, that $200 Power Armor Edition... Honestly, if it's a canvas bag, looking at everything in it, it's a canvas bag and a really good um, uh, rec recreation of the Power Armor helmet that you can wear and the game. I'm just going to play Devil's Advocate. With, uh, for only $200, some, some corners had to be cut to make sure it's $200. And I don't think they wanted to cut the idea of making money off the game, which is where you would cut your corners there. Um, a good power armor helmet, I think, would probably be over $100. A wearable power armor helmet that's to scale, that has good detail. Uh, a canvas bag, um, canvas, a decent canvas bag, uh, can be uh, expensive depending on what kind of canvas and everything. I'm not going to go into that in here, but um, yeah, essentially 
that was probably a hundred and probably 130 140 dollars worth of the uh the cost then you get the map and everything else and i they wanted to cut corners and it's stupid um i'm glad that they're everyone's getting their version uh, of the canvas bag in hindsight i should have bought this not for the game but for the uh, power armor helmet and for the canvas bag if i had and in hindsight you know even with all of the the problems with it the game is trash uh, again i'm sorry but um We'll, we'll go into it later on, but Far Cry, in their uh, in their halfway attempt of making a post-apocalyptic game that's basically using the Far Cry 5 assets, it's an asset flip, just like Fallout 4 is, uh, sorry, Fallout New Vegas, sorry, Fallout 76 is an asset flip of Fallout 4, um, the uh, Far Cry, was it Far Cry New Dawn, I'll have to look up the name, that's an asset flip of Far Cry 5, but it's really good. It looks amazing. This game looks like a lot more fun than Fallout 76. Um, so I'm going to buy it. It looks great. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for some early reviews, but it sounds like a buy. And I think it's going to be like probably 20, 30 bucks. Excuse me. Um, judging by their... Uh, their history, they usually like to, um, uh, or they have been adding stuff like this, like the Blood Dragon. They'll add, you know, kind of additional content, uh, and the price isn't that bad. Uh, speaking of Bethesda, though, if it couldn't get worse for them, it just keeps getting worse. Uh, they're basically Bethesda's support site uh, had a bug in it, because everything has a bug in it, um, that uh, essentially could compromise personal information. Uh, of anyone who created a support ticket. That's everything that I've looked at boils down to if you created a ticket with customer support, because it's their customer support website, um, essentially uh, the bug allowed some users to view support tickets submitted uh, by a limited number of other customers for a brief exposure window. So thankfully you're only looking at their tickets, you're not looking at uh, too much, but you know, they said no full credit card numbers or passwords were disclosed, which is good because you can never put that into your ticket. Uh, if anybody put that into a customer support ticket and just typed it into a, a text box on the internet uh, that's going into a support ticket, you're a moron. And uh, I'm sorry, you're, you're a freaking moron at that point. But it sucks that this was exposed. Thankfully, um, it's not going to give out that much personal information. Any personal information is important, but thankfully in this case, uh, no one's going to get um, you know hacked and get their money taken away from them or anything. Pokemon Go finally is getting uh, PvP um, after three years, three years of Pokemon Go, almost three years, whatever it is. Um, yeah, finally getting PvP. Um, I may go back and play it a little bit, but at the same time, it's like it's. <sighs> I've got so many things going on when it comes to, to gaming and everything. I don't know if uh, I'll have time to, to get back into it, but uh, I played it a lot with the wife, played a lot with some friends where we would just go out and, and catch Pokemon. It was a nice way to just get out of the house and go do something. Yeah, you are in front of your screen, sure. I know people, people are like, yeah, you're out of your house, but you're still holding a cell phone, sure. But it was a really fun way to get out of the house. I met a bunch of people I wouldn't have met otherwise, which anytime that happens is, is a great thing when you're meeting people face to face um, and getting that getting that uh, human interaction, positive human interaction, as opposed to the internet of negative negativity. I mean, I was um, 
uh, Team Mystic, but we see people who are Team Valor or whatever the other one was that no one no one was in. Hardly um, anyone was in. Um, I'd see people who are on the other team, and it didn't matter. Like nobody like screamed. We we're just happy that we were out catching Pokemon, and now we can battle people. Is going to be really cool. Um, and I think with Pokemon, I think that it's it's still going to keep that positivity because. Um, at least all of my interactions with people playing Pokemon, like regular Pokemon, um, and I mean that like by the traditional games, uh, is battling them. Like even when I'd lose, if I was playing someone uh, in person, uh, they would talk to me about like, hey, okay, well this is this is how I did it, or hey, you should have done such and such, which is which is good. That's constructive criticism. That'll get you better at the game. So, good stuff. We actually got some Borderlands 3 news, if, if we can believe it. This was uh, publicized by The No. Um, the No is a, a pretty good, you know, source of news, but they did say this was an insider who gave them insider who gave them this um, this news. So I say take it with a grain of salt. But uh, we got some news about what allegedly. I keep saying this because you know you never know. Um, allegedly the four classes for Borderlands 3, uh, the soldier who, uh, summons a titan, so, um, essentially like Titanfall, like it summons some titan, allegedly, again, that, uh, a person, if you're playing co-op, can get in and use a turret, so that's kind of cool. Uh, the siren apparently is going to be melee like, uh, like Brick was. Uh, the assassin is apparently similar to Zero, and you can summon a decoy to distract or, you know, um, focus whatever and then a beastmaster who's like a hunter character who has choose uh, three choosable pets uh to to play with uh, and to uh to grind with to to fight with i don't, I don't know how you want to phrase that but this is all like alpha testing allegedly and i keep saying allegedly because i'm sorry i don't want to report this and people to get uh, the wrong idea i don't believe it yet um i don't know i don't know if this is true um because they say that they were given this info. I don't know if it was someone on the team who is actually working on this, someone with the, uh, the gearbox that's working on it, but I don't know, we'll find out. Xbox has continued to purchase and, and position themselves uh, for the at least the last half of uh, the this generation console's uh, lifespan, if not next generation's lifespan, to be the gaming uh, console of choice when it comes to first parties. The reason I say that is all the studios they've been buying out uh, recently, they've also been buying out a lot of very high-profile, in, uh, influential uh, people, and the latest one of that is Insomniac's Drew Murray, uh, who worked um, through several Insomniac games in 2015. Um, great guy, uh, lead designer for Resistance 3, uh, and uh, directed Sunset Overdrive, which I thought was a completely underrated game. Um, so he's now going to be working uh, for uh, The Initiative, which is one of Xbox's internal studios, now internal studios. Next year's E3 is going to be insane for Xbox. I, uh, Sony's been quiet. I'm really hoping that they're positioning themselves as well. But from from a an, even an outsider who's not in the industry is looking at this, knows Microsoft is positioning themselves for the long game. They know they've lost this generation so far. Uh, Xbox One X is still the best console on the market, but it's expensive. But um, yeah, they're totally positioning themselves for the future. And I'm, I'm really happy that they are because they're a great, um, yeah, they're a great console. They're a great company, but unfortunately they lost sight of first party uh, console, first party 
um, games. And I called this back when they said that every game is going to be, uh, if you if it's playable on Xbox, it's playable on Windows. And I said, that's your death knell right there. That's that's it. You've, you've just put a nail in your coffin. Um, enjoy it. And enjoy whatever money you're going to get because anyone who has a PC can now play your games. PC gamers don't have to buy an Xbox anymore. Um, that's a, and I'm sorry, most PC, or sorry, yeah, most PC gamers, most people who play games on PC also play on console, contrary to what people will say on the internet. Yes, people prefer games on a, a mouse and keyboard, yes, which I love Christoph Waltz uh, uh, joking about that. But yes, a lot of people do prefer that, but I know a ton of people. And I've looked at people online, looked at the demographics, and the people who play PC, most of them also have a console, and they're not going to buy an Xbox if they can buy if they can play the same game on their on their uh, powerhouse uh, gaming PC. There's no real point to it. But you will play Guacamelee 2, or at least some people will. It's coming to Switch December 10th, coming to Xbox uh, as well, uh, which is great. We're actually only a couple days away from that. Um, I didn't play Guacamelee 2, so maybe I will. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it seems like a great game for the Switch, but unfortunately, I just bought Smash and a bunch of other stuff, so I don't know if I'll. I don't know if I'll buy it right now. Maybe I'll wait for it to go on sale. I hate saying that, but right now I just don't have the time. Uh, there's so many good games out. I just don't have time to do it. Uh, Tabata announced a new studio. He's the uh, director for uh, Final Fantasy 15. Um, departed uh, Square October of this year, and he's starting his own studio, JP Games. Um, of course, we don't know a lot about this. He just said, hey, I started up my own company called JP Games Inc. Right now, we are preparing to target January 2019 launch. That's not referring to a video game launch. That's referring to the, the company launch. Uh, sorry, don't get your hopes up. It's going to be a while before they put out something, unless they put out something very rudimentary, straightforward, mobile games, which I really hope that they don't. But it's cool. It's cool to see that he's starting his own uh, his own company, um, and hopefully he'll do something better than what Square was having him do. Epic launched a new digital game marketplace, basically a competitor to Steam, and they're, again, really positioning themselves um, to... Uh, ensure that not only are they beneficial for developers, but they're trying to get more and more content on there. I mean, this, this is Epic Games, they own Fortnite, um, so they have the money, they don't, you know, they, this is extra for them. This is an extra revenue stream for them, uh, and I think it's a great revenue stream. Speaking of that revenue stream, 88% uh, of the revenue will go to developers. That is amazing because most developers don't get anywhere near that much. When you have a distribution company, most of your, a lot of your money goes to distribution, it goes to marketing, uh, and it goes to a brick and mortar store. For 88%, to keep 88% of your profit, that's uh, honestly, it's unheard of. That's a that's a margin that no one's uh, no one's near. So I'm thinking a lot of people are going to move towards this. Epic's a big enough name for this to work anyways. I think a lot of people are going to, a lot of developers are going to move towards having their games on Epic. Um, I haven't looked yet. I'm assuming that there's nothing in there that says you can't be on Steam and Epic. Uh, but honestly, with the money that they have, I wouldn't be surprised to see some real exclusive games get on the Epic store no, and not on Steam. Um, I think it's a great move for them. And um, I think it's, it shows, it shows their love of devs because they, they technically are devs. Uh, anyways, uh, speaking of Fortnite, Fortnite Creative launched on what was it Thursday morning? Um, basically, you get a, you can get an island, 
and you can make stuff on it. You can build your own um, kind of game or something, uh, not game, but build your own environment at least. Um, I think it's really cool. I think I think this kind of stuff needs to be in games to show uh, to show kids like what you can do because there are a lot of kids who are like, oh, video games are cool. I want to make video games. Okay, well, what does that entail? What does that entail? Just like even if you're not coding, what goes into that? And this is a very, very, very basic version of that. Um, but at the same time, it gives them a taste of building a world. Um, it's like you know, it's like create like your very first set of paints and trying to uh, paint something. And the, be the better you get, the better materials you get, and uh, the better technique you get, obviously you make better games. I think this is really cool. Fortnite is being sued by the rapper 2 Millie. Um, apparently one of the uh, dance emotes um, is basically a copy of one of his dances from his music videos or whatever, but all of Fortnite's dances are copies of other things. All of them. That's the point. That's what happened in World of Warcraft as well. No one sued that I remember. No one should sue. This is an homage. Um, that being said, some of these cost money. Um, I do see where um, where he, he'd have a point if people are like, hey, you're buying something that's my dance. Okay, but are you the only person who ever did that dance? I'm sorry, but like, built, like okay. Michael Jackson's known for the moonwalk, right? He stole that. He stole that. Go look it up. Michael Jackson borrowed, was influenced by um, multiple dancers. Uh, I can't remember the, the guy's name, a specific French dancer, but um, like the moonwalk was a thing and he did it slightly different and spotlighted that one piece of it and repackaged it. He never got sued. Dance is adaptation, it's borrowing, it's it's all of that. But he's a rapper, so he doesn't understand sampling. Yeah, that's right, I called you out, boy. Called you out. Seriously. Um, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. If this wins, it's stupid. There's no reason for it. In an industry riddled with copying everyone else's work and then not giving them credit or any money, you can you can eat it you you can just sue yourself at that point i want to sue him i'm going to find a way to sue him now um or or at least contact the people that should be suing him and say hey hey this guy ripped you off because i bet he did i bet he freaking did um anyway speaking of battle royale stuff uh csgo launched their uh battle royale uh which is uh danger zone and is free to play now because they know, hey, we gotta make us some money, and all these people are cracking down on loot boxes because uh, that was a big thing. CS:GO was getting a lot of uh, off of gambling and loot boxes. They were getting a huge revenue stream, uh, so they're like, you know what? Let's just go, let's go battle royale style and, and see what we can do. That's what everyone's been doing, and yeah, we'll see if, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens on this and see if. Uh, We'll see if it helps them, if it works for them, because there are so many people that tried to make this move and it didn't work for. The market is oversaturated. I want it to keep oversaturating. I want one winner to happen. I want no more developers to say, hey, that's my cash grab. Because if you have a great game for a great idea for a game, go for it. By all means, make the game. 
But if you are looking at at that type of game to say, hey, this is what the kids are playing, I'm going to make some money, then you need to get out of the business. Like This is not... Um, that's this is not a business of taking people's money because you're hitting whatever the latest fad is. Video games are entertainment. It's art. It's fun. It shouldn't be a cash grab for people. So hopefully um, that happens eventually with the market. I wish them luck with CSGO's uh, Danger Zone. I, I do wish them luck. I just mean I am tired of the practice of companies riding bandwagons for money. And I know everyone does that. Um, in in our society, but um, yeah, I'm just waiting for it, that for this to finish. And like I already predicted, by the end of 2019, we'll have another thing going on, and it won't be uh, it won't be battle royale anymore. So stay tuned for that because I don't know what it is, but it's going to happen. Markets are cyclical. Come on. Um, speaking of horrible things and people that are completely despicable and that I can't stand, uh, no, it's not Jacksepticeye. You're not on my list this year. Uh, PewDiePie, uh, basically, fan, sorry, his fans hacked into 50,000 printers and printed out advertising for PewDiePie. PewDiePie himself, I, I don't know if he asked for them to do this. I don't care. Um, he's, he's, he's a disgusting human being. Uh, he's not that bad, but uh, I just don't like, I don't think he's that talented. I think he's overrated. And, um, you know, there, if there are talented people who are making great content, uh, who are beneficial, uh, especially when you have kids watching, um, you want that person to be a model citizen. He's not near as b bad as, I guess, Jake Paul and those people. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy that the fans did this. Uh, I'm, uh, obviously I'm not going to condone that, but, um, I think that they should, PewDiePie should pay everyone back for the uh, printer ink and the paper that was used in this. I don't care about the compromising. I just want to pay, I just want to see him send a couple bucks to everybody. That'd be funny. Uh, so we talked a little bit about uh, Far Cry New Dawn uh, a little bit uh, already. They did leak this previous to the Game Awards. But Far Cry New Dawn, I think, is going to be what, you know, Fallout... Not that Fallout 76 should have been this, because it's not the same thing. But I think this is going to be... I don't know if better than Fallout 4, but I'm going to say probably on par with Fallout 4 when it comes to uh, to fun, to gameplay, to, to entertainment. So this is going to be a standalone DLC, which I, we, we knew was similar to what they did with Blood Dragon, but this is going to have a lot more... Um, content than Blood Dragon. Uh, it is going to be 40 bucks. It is standalone DLC, meaning if you don't have Far Cry 5, you can buy this, and you don't have to. You don't have to buy Far Cry 5 and this. You can just play this game if that's what you wanted to do. Um, 40 bucks. That's not bad. That tells me they're like, hey, we got a lot of content in here. We think it's going to be really fun, um, but uh, you know, we're not going to charge you 60 dollars like Bethesda for an asset flip that's empty and devoid. And, um, and and heartless and sad and boring. Um, I had the similar experience with Sea of Thieves earlier this year. Sea of Thieves was great when you play with a great group of people. Owen and I played Sea of Thieves. I played with a couple other people. I played with some, some kids uh, that I got randomly paired up with. Um, 
which uh, because there's so much negativity in the world, I decided I was going to pretend that I was really new at the game, which I wasn't very, very good at the game anyways, but I pretended I was really new at the game and I let the kids like tell me how to do stuff because it made them feel really good. Um, be that person, like either coaching young kids or, or letting them shine. It's so important because I guarantee that kid, like at least for that moment, probably for the, for later on in the day, maybe the next couple days, I'm sure that was a really great moment for him because he was helping someone out. Anytime you're helping someone, it's very positive. It's very like, it, it does, uh, you know, kind of rush you with endorphins. You feel valuable. You feel valued. Um, in this case, that kid did actually multiple kids, uh, multiple times. Um, anytime you're online, like if you, if you run into that, like be that positive beacon. Um, there's too much negativity out there. Uh, the kids are going to get called names and called stupid or, or even a tone of voice where you're like acting like they don't know what they're doing. They're kids, like seriously. And if your kid's out there, good for you playing uh, playing video games. Um, I know a lot of people say don't play video games. Um, use it as as a way to you know to reward yourself. That's what I do. Uh, there's a lot of things that are important in this life, not just video games. As <laughs> a guy who does video games all the time, plays video games all the time, uh, talks about them all the time. Um, get your homework done first, kids. Seriously, do, do, do your homework, do your chores, get everything done, and then reward yourself with some awesome games because there's awesome games out there and this is a total awesome career of making games and uh, journalism. Playing games online, sorry, you're not going to make money off that. It's like being a pop star. It's not, it's very, very rare. Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, what else is in the news? Uh, last but not least, I guess, um, <laughs> Red Dead uh, Online's economy is, uh, is now better. Uh, essentially, the rewards in-game were not near high enough. Uh, it made it a little... They basically, they've, they've adjusted the prices for in-game items, uh, increased payouts of cash and gold. Um, they're trying to make the economy better, uh, and the economy of people who just play and don't spend money, the, also the people who want to spend some money, but they don't want to uh, make it pay for win. Um, so it's good. So they reduced the prices of most weapons, um, which, is, which is great. So players who've already purchased it, you're automatically given a deposit uh, of, uh, of the uh, difference, which is great. Uh, meaning that if you paid extra for it, then yeah, you don't have to do it. Uh, so players who've taken part in the online beta, which I could not get into, okay? I could not get into this. I tried repeatedly, could not get into it. I pre-ordered the game, could not get into it. Anyways, players who have not who have taken part in the online beta are gonna receive $250 of in-game cash and 15 gold bars. That's $250 in-game cash, not $250 worth of in-game cash. Um, still, that's really cool. They're giving out freebies. They want people who played the beta to keep playing the game, and it's fun, so I, I hope that they do. That's it for the news this week. Uh, stick around as Owen and I uh, had a discussion after the Game Awards, and I'm going to post that wrap-up discussion right here.
there was definitely more than 10 announcements. I don't know how many of them were brand new announcements, but we're just going to kind of go through um, from the beginning, not take very long on it just because we've already been live for quite a while. Sure. Um, but In, anything stand out? Uh, quite a few things stood out to me. Uh, I got my list here. Um, cool. Okay, I've got it in in order, but I'm just gonna start grabbing yeah. stuff. Um, sure. Uh, we could we can go in order afterwards, but or or yeah. try to hit everything if we want. But um, the outer worlds, I'm really intrigued by. I know that's not. Um, sorry, the outer worlds. Uh, I was thinking of scavenger strike. The outer worlds, I think it's gonna be good. Um, uh, from Obsidian, I think. Yeah. I think it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be up my alley. I don't know about anybody else's. Uh, let me switch over on our video, by the way. Um, I don't know who else is gonna be into that, but I'm totally gonna be into that. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the last campfire, um, and then. Hello games, man. Taking some of that uh, No Man's Sky money. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what was it? Try the other one. The okay, the new Far Cry, which Kevin had just asked me. You He's like, okay, are you gonna? I mean, how hyped are you? But about anything new Far Cry? And I said, you know, I'm intrigued. It's not the levels of like GTA. Like if uh, Rockstar or um, Blizzard announce a new game. Like, those are probably my two. If it's a new Zelda game, uh, there's certain ones that I'm like, I don't even have to see a trailer. I'm going to buy it. Um, yeah. Far Cry's not on that level, but this intrigued me. I, I'm not a sucker for post-apocalyptic. I think it can work really well, but I think the Far Cry um, gun, uh, the gunplay in Far Cry, the vehicles in Far Cry after playing Far Cry 5 will lend itself really well to this. And it looks like, I mean, I, I haven't seen, obviously, because it just got announced, but... I'm hopeful that this is a standalone DLC pack like Blood Dragon was, um, where if you don't have Far yeah. Cry 5, you can get it. If you have Far Cry 5, you can get it as well. Like I think that'd be the smarter way to that's, do it. That's what I want. That's really what I want. Uh, how about you? Um, the uh, game by uh, Giant Squid, the people who did Abzu, the people who formerly uh, were on the Journey team, The Pathless. Yeah. Uh, that is a game style that is like, like I mentioned while watching the show, the art, um, these kind of like small indie titles with that kind of, uh, art feel, uh, that the pathless has yeah. was really nice. Um, will definitely, I mean, unless something crazy happens, that will be a day one. Um, also, uh, crash team racing was just... <laughs> A happy thing. Um, Nitro. Yeah. Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Uh, Kevin said that was a remaster, and you might be right, but I feel like with this kind of remaster, I feel like it has to be something close to what they did with Crash. Um, I think you're the right. Name? I what's think the name right. of the It blurs the uh, line they, of remaster. Where they, where, they re, where they rebuilt it. Yes. Um, because they, just from a scope perspective, there's, there's so much more room in some of these tracks now. Either way, it's super cool. Um, Hades. The only thing I don't like about it that from Supergiant was I, I'm a big fan of Bastion. Bastion was a fantastic game. Sure. It seems like it's going to be roguelike, mm -hmm. and I'm just not normally a rogue person. I know uh, I know that's Kevin's thing, yeah. but I really like what Supergiant does. Um, I like the uh, the aspect that they saw. You saw that like kind of it's not third person. Yeah. You know, you have a word for Isometric. it. I think, 
isometric. The way that they do their maps, yeah. if you ever play, where they just the the, it's the stuff always comes into place is cool. It's that diagonal diagonal. It's not top down, but it's like yeah. diagonal where you can still feel. To me, I feel like I can see the scope and feel the world better than if it's top down. I feel um, I don't know. I feel like removed from it. Um, I think it's a really good blend. I really like isometric and Diablo and that kind of thing. And then I think the biggest thing, and it was already predicted, uh, but just the fact that we still saw something, even though it wasn't much of anything, was Dragon Age uh, Dread Wolf yeah. or Dread Wolf Rises. The the only thing that I'm worried about is that the rumors are true that we won't see it for another three years. I, I really don't think that rumor is true. I think that they, Bioware is a large enough company that they have more than one team that's been working on it. I think they have to push Anthem right now because that game's been in development forever and I'm going to be buying it just to support Bioware so that I can get that Dragon Age game. I love Jeff, I, I love I, Jeff I trying to, like, I love Jeff was trying to get him on that where he's like, yeah. anything else, anything else? Yeah, so I just don't, I just can't believe that it's three years away. It, maybe it's a PS5 game. Um... But I may so maybe 2020 then uh, that would make sense. But the fact that people are saying that we're not going to see it till 2022 or whatever they were saying, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, but acknowledging that it exists and having more than what we saw when we saw uh, uh, what's the Bethesda game that starts oh. Star or something. Uh, Star something. Uh, what's the space game? Yeah. Starfield. Yeah. There we go. So whenever they announced Starfield, whenever Nintendo announced Metroid 4, whenever yeah. Bethesda announced Elder Scrolls 6, we literally just got like a slide. Whereas in this, there was at least a little bit more of a graphic. They, they, and they put, they gave you a specific character mm -hmm. that this is going to focus on I just feel that the game's probably farther along. I think it's, even though it was one of the smallest announcements, it's also one of the biggest announcements from one of the biggest companies. Um, there was also just too much open world survival. <laughs> I really hated that term by yeah. the end of it. Uh, some of them did look cool and I'll wait. It's just, I don't like survival aspects. Every time I think of survival, I think of H1. I think of Rust. I think of those games that make you like drink water or you die and i hate like i just i know they are for some people but i just can't stand sure I, I think it's too much micromanaging like when there, there needs to be a good balance of like i'm having fun but i'm also being somewhat realistic um so like savage planets uh uh yeah, one of those. Planet. yeah i mean i i think there were some good there was some good stuff in there yes survival was a big big thing this year but uh, Hades looked great. Um, survived by, I know Kevin's probably already pre-ordered at this point. Um, uh, he's going to go bug them to put it on Switch. Okay, yeah, I figured. Uh, that's his That's his console choice right now. Um, Ultimate Alliance oh. 3. Ultimate yeah. Alliance 3 was so... I, we knew they were working I on something Marvel. Was that? I did not expect it. Yeah, I, well, there were, there were rumors for quite a while. Sorry. Yeah, uh, there were rumors for quite a while um, that there was a Marvel game uh, being worked on, and yeah. that was all-encompassing. There's several. Yeah, we didn't know uh, what it was. In this case, this is awesome. Now, I, yeah, like you said, there are several. This, I think, is going to be. I mean, Ultimate Alliance was a great franchise, and being able to bring in the new MCU stuff and bring in, um, you know, bring in the, uh, uh, the Guardians, the Guardians, Thanos black order like everything like that yeah. is gonna be really cool um 
Yes. Switch exclusive, possibly. It, maybe timed exclusive. That, that was kind of unclear, but it said exclusive to Switch in 2019, so that's pretty cool for Switch. That's cool enough for me. I mean... Get a big title. Uh, another small thing, but just just cool that this many years later, and it, they, the fact that they did their trailer so well and the fact that they were just like... Well, we're gonna make money off this because you're gonna you're gonna buy it. Right. But the Stanley Parable um, coming to consoles is hilarious. Yeah, uh, it's one of those games where they they did something. I don't know if you heard about that achievement unlock that happened. I heard, there was, one, that? was there one that was like if you've had the game for in your Steam library, if you don't play it. Oh. If you don't play the game for five years, then you get an achievement. Then you get the achievement. That's after you beat it, uh, just little things like that. Um, but I'm I'm excited to have I I will be one of those that buys it again and plays it on console. Um, Atlas yeah. looked cool to me. I know that's not your thing yeah. again, but um, yeah. that looked interesting. Um, if you get if if they give us, uh, which I can't. They were saying uh, I can't remember if this one was said that they you can sign up for uh, a beta of some sort. I'll have to look at uh, at that again, but. Uh, Atlas Open World Survival PC Xbox. I think yeah, I think you're right that you could sign I think up. But I sign up. Like I'll sign up. I'll try it because if it's good, it's good. cool. It's great, but um, it's not gonna be like an instant buy for me. But yeah. yeah. Um, getting a Sony exclusive uh, character to Smash in the Joker from Persona. That's really cool. Yeah. That's just like one of those things where. That was an unexpected character get. Yeah. Uh, whenever you can pull, like, because you would expect, you expect that character to be in a PlayStation All Stars if that ever happens again. Yes. Probably won't. Uh, but Smash getting that—that's a collaboration that you you wouldn't normally see, um, and it was a really cool announcement that they did. Um, also, it was a real big coming out party for the Epic Game Store. Mm -hmm. uh, that hasn't been on our news thing yet, but they are they launched their epic uh, they launched their store I think this week, and they're doing a huge thing where they're only taking um, like ten percent or something a very small number like that in terms of how much they're taking from developers. They're giving developers like eighty or ninety percent of the revenue yeah. and only taking it. And they literally said it's because of how successful Fortnite was that they are able to say we don't need as much money from you guys. Great. Um, and you saw a lot of the announcements are coming out on the Epic Game Store. Uh, it's one, it's a shots fired at Steam, but also just a really cool thing from Epic's part where, again, a lot of people want to crap on Fortnite, but the they're a positive force, um, and that's cool to see. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, there was, like a, there was some good stuff here. I, the the uh, Dead by Daylight, I'm surprised they're still pushing so much like they said we're gonna keep supporting this for the next five years we have dedicated servers that really surprised me um yeah. because i didn't think like a cult following apparently um i know some people who really enjoy it i should enjoy it i didn't like the gameplay i should enjoy it but the friday the 13th gameplay i thought was better maybe it gets better uh maybe there's better levels that i didn't i mean i only played it for like an hour um yeah but to me if i play a game for an hour like, that should be enough for me to go, ooh, this is cool. Or, you know, just kind of you get a taste at that point uh, after an hour or two of playing. Um, yeah. I, I thought um, action looked good. The la like I said, the last campfire um, I'm really into. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Among Trees. Uh, 
Yes, among that trees was... is beautiful. So a lot of really cool stuff um, that came out. Um, there was, I, we won't spoil it, and we really didn't learn that much anyway, but the Anthem, uh, Bioware did put out a narrative trailer. They haven't talked a lot about the Anthem narrative leading up to now, um, so I would suggest you go check that out. You find out that the armor is called Javelins, um, that you, you find out a little bit about uh, what and like what the title of the game means. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't want to spoil that, I'm not going to say that here, uh, but you can go check that out. Yeah, if you want to. I, I think that's good. Um so overall, the the awards um, we did pretty well as a collective. We did, we did we did pretty well in predicting. I think you and I did pretty darn well. And if we missed it, Kevin got it. Yeah. So exactly, that's exactly what happened on every category that we actually predicted on the show. One of us got it right, except for Family Game. Yeah, Family Game. Because Overcooked Two is not the best Family yeah. Game. Oh. It's a great game. It's a great game to play with, uh, especially if you um, if you want to laugh at people and you wanna you wanna have people screaming at each other and then laugh about the fact that you screamed at each other. Um, it's not. It's it's an. I wouldn't say it's a great drinking game because they're make you know depending on who you're drinking with. What's that? You mess up a lot. You mess up a lot. What I mean is like you may get a little too angry. Like depends on who you're yeah. drinking with. Um, yeah. But uh, action, action game. Uh, Kevin predicted Dead Cells, and he was right. And I was so happy about that. Um, mm -hmm. Best RPG went to Monster Hunter. Yeah, way to go. Um, I think that even though I think uh, Dragon Quest XI is like that traditional thing, you see where Monster Hunter World really had a uh, modern, modern RPG, more modern take. Yeah. yeah. Most of the others, uh, a lot of the other was uh, swept by Red Dead. Yeah, which uh, they got game. Oh no, they did not get game direction. They got best narrative. They got best action adventure game. Uh, best they action. got best. Uh, yes, best voice. Uh, best performance. Yep. Uh, music. Uh, yes, score music. Yep. Which I was surprised. I thought, I thought that would go to Celeste. I really did. Or Octopath was pretty good too. But and then if they didn't win, God of War won. Yes. Uh, God of War got game direction. God of War got uh, game of the year. Game of the year. Um, the one, the one I feel the the worst for is I feel bad um, for Spider Man. I I feel a little bad for Assassin's Creed also. Um, I didn't think that it had a chance, yeah. but the fact that it that two years ago they took a break from Assassin's Creed because the fans said. It, that they were killing it and origins and odyssey really came back uh strong and showed that ubisoft is committed to making uh uh that franchise good yeah um, but i also i felt that like spider-man was nominated for a lot of categories and did not win any of them and it's such a good game it's a fantastic it's game such a good game it so um, much more but it it got a lot of nominations too, so that was really cool as far as Insomniac goes. Uh, a, a lot of deserving games on a lot of these categories. I, I really, overall, um, minus a couple of the nominations for like Fortnite being in the multiplayer category when it wasn't a new game this year, um, I think that the category was were done pretty well, uh, and that they honestly did pick 
like the best games for those categories. Um, aside from the ones I, I can't really speak to, like VR, I, I don't have any dogs there, but I was impressed yeah. and happy. Yeah, overall, overall really good. I think we had some really interesting stuff uh, in regards to announcements for games that come out uh, next yeah. year. Of games that, um, not from like the big studios you know they're they're sizable studios but they're not like you know it's not one of the big yeah. three it's enough that like this made me feel really good about the, about next year when it comes to gaming um and what's really cool is that on um we haven't got to announce that either yet because of uh, news and we won't be casting it uh but on saturday morning the kind of funny company company it's kind of funny uh they're doing the kind of funny uh game showcase uh in lieu of psx being canceled this year and they said that they have 60 uh updates or announcements from mainly primarily independent studios and that's on twitch.tv slash kind of funny uh or kind of funny games one of the two um but pretty cool that uh how cool it is to that the, the non-AAA space is also thriving. Oh, I love it. The, the, uh, we have, of course, indies are, are, are doing pretty well, but you've got this, you know, uh, I guess what they term double A's and that kind of thing, which are yeah. which are doing great. Uh, um, what was it? Uh, Sinuous Sacrifice proved that, that you can do it and you can make a lot yeah. of money doing it and you can have a really quality product. Um, that's a game, and a lot of these, uh, if you show to a... I'd say the average gamer. The average gamer would go, "Oh, that looks great," and they wouldn't. They couldn't tell. Oh, it's not a the big game studios. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, think we're we're more discerning than them. We're like, oh, we know why they're making these choices and everything. But um, yeah, I think some some great stuff. A lot of push for um, for Magic the Gathering. So they had three three ads for it, and then they had uh, uh, one of the reps from the company. So. Uh, I guess I'm going to enter in their tournaments, and their online tournaments, and see how I do. Uh, Go for they it. Stream man. that if you guys want to stream it. Yeah. Um, I uh, my ranking isn't very good on on arena because I've just been having fun and like I like making decks just to see what they'll do. But then I have my deck that I'm like, okay, if I need to make some like make some coin now, I'm going to go and do this. Um, they got a re lot of really cool like stuff that that's in there, but unfortunately there are some quasi pay paywalls. And it's either like you really? yeah i know right um but it's just like anything else it's like okay you could pay money to do this you could play play the game to earn it enough but the game playing it alone doesn't earn you enough to do everything you want to do so not even yeah. just, like just entering in tournaments that costs in-game currency so yeah yeah i like it though i'm glad that you see no, that funny i mean you're playing an online card game like you you can you can do these for free to play as much as you can, yeah. but at the end of the day, they want the idea is to induce you to open your wallet. Of course. Uh, and if but, I if I play competitively, I think I may have to open my wallet a little bit. Yeah, but they they've uh, they've been around a long time. They tried to make their online card game thing work before, and it was not really successful. Uh, then Hearthstone came out. Hearthstone is still successful and still bonkers, but you can tell that. Uh, that MTG really learned a lot about making the online platform mm -hmm. um, more fun, and I I honestly think it opens up their uh, their player base a lot more because, like like you said, there is there is free to play point, and you can't do that with the physical card no, you game. You can't. all like you have, <laughs> have to spend the money. Yeah. So. so I think I think it's pretty cool overall. Overall, pretty good game awards. 
Um, yeah. Nothing. I, I like the focus on music as well. Like specifically, yeah. like let's play some of these themes for the music. Um, I think that I mean a lot of this was very you know based on like Oscars or something. Like there, there's a formula to award shows, and the um, the Oscars do that when it comes to music because it's a real quick, easy way you can get a taste of that nominee. Um, without the visual representation of the game. Let's take that part out. We can just enjoy the music part. So I thought that was really cool. Um, overall, really good game, a year for gaming though, because there were a lot of nominees that I didn't care who won. There were like, there were so many good ones that it didn't matter who won, it would have been a good choice. So I was happy. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of categories and uh, it's probably needed in a way. Like I think the gaming's a little bit bigger than, than uh, maybe not. I, I don't want to speak out of turn. I feel like because of my bias, it's bigger than, than uh, TV and movies can be in some ways. Yeah. I think the amount of people that work on some of this stuff, but then again, you see some of these movie credits and it's the same, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of categories there. And I think because of the genre um, movies don't really do a lot of like genre type things where it's like best comedy. Do they? Do they, they don't do best comedy at the, the Academy, do they? Do they do it at the Golden Globes? I think that's Golden Golden Globes. I don't think they have the yeah. best comedy in Academy Awards. So, so I think that there's a, a, a length thing there, but um, at the same time, I think I think it was paced well. I, I never really felt like it was dragging too harsh. Um, he, You can tell over the past few years he's really evolved it and tried to make the sponsorships that they have to put in there that are paying for it he's made it a lot more streamlined and uh, you know the shit hydro man yeah. was not there <laughs> um you can tell that they the that they're trying to make it clean that they're trying not to um waste your time yeah. it was still a three-hour show yeah uh and that is tough for anyone if you're especially with us we were broadcasting it by the way hey if you hung out cool thanks um but at the end of the day like you still have awards to give out he's still recognizing the industry which is like his dream uh very very big props to jeff keely and what he wants to do for the gaming industry and recognize an art form that millions and millions of us love so much and Probably, honestly, it doesn't get the respect that it deserves sometimes. It doesn't, but, especially. Uh, it yeah, but it, you were talking about like it being bigger than uh, TV and movies. It makes more money than the than the film industry. Um, so yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's it is a it is a giant that should be respected as such, but it it isn't yet. Uh, maybe one day. Uh, Fifteen. Years I think it's getting there. Yeah, we're, we're we're definitely getting there. But uh, let us know in the comments what you thought about uh, about the game awards uh, and the nominees, and if you thought there were any um, nominees that got you know shafted or people that should have been nominated or games that should have been nominated that weren't. Let us know in the comments. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for watching this week in our collective heads. Uh, subscribe over here and click the bell, and that way you'll know about any new videos that we put up, because we put up a lot of uh, gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that, and gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and news stuff down here. Check it out.